What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS, America's productivity partner. Each episode, we are going to explore some of the biggest threats and challenges in today's business world and the vast amount of solutions GBS offers to meet them. Good morning. Uh, this is Rich Lalo with GBS, and with me today is John Lane, Vice President of GBS Print Tech Solutions, who has been with the organization for 27 years now. Uh, John's had a very long and prosperous career with GBS, serving in numerous sales and management roles. He not only has a great deal of knowledge and expertise on the unique labeling and print solutions that GBS offers, but also the vast array of industries that they serve. So during today's show, uh, we're going to cover a lot of different topics with John, including his role within the organization, how GBS differentiates themselves from their competition, the process they take to customize solutions to meet the specific needs of clients, and how they've personally worked with organizations to solve challenges. So again, welcome, John. Thank you, Rich. Yep. We've really been looking forward to this, John, um, and just the opportunity and the chance to tap into your knowledge and your experience and your, your expertise in this industry and field and with the products that you serve and that you sell. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So, John, if you would, just uh, tell us a little bit about your background and your life uh, before you came to GBS. Sure, well, but first I want to thank you for the opportunity. Um, my wife and kids always said I had a great face for radio, so <laughs> I am hoping that that skill set translates to a podcast. <laughs> so I yep, appreciate it. Absolutely. So before I uh, came to GBS, I attended Bowling Green State University, where I received my undergraduate degree, um, got a, a BS in uh, business administration with a sales track, uh, graduated in 1990. Um, in addition, I just decided to stay in college because my fiance was still in college and uh, job market wasn't the best. So I so was fortunate to stay and got my MBA as well. Nice. So I focused in industrial marketing or B2B sales and then graduated December of 91 from there and and things worked out. I was fortunate to start working at GBS Labeling Systems at the time back in August of 1992. That's fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of loosen it up a little bit and have you tell us a funny story about a sales call or a, an experience you've had here during your 27 sure, years. Sure, absolutely. Anyone who's been in sales long enough has a lot of good sure. war stories, right? And yep. I enjoy getting with other sales reps or buddies that have done it before and just hear what's new and exciting for them. And we've all had epic fails. We've all had travel nightmares, but even had a uh, purchasing guy fall asleep and I thought he died. It was kind of awkward, but he ended up with a narcoleptic. Oh, no. <laughs> and he woke up. So it was a f pretty awkward couple minutes. But one sales call that always stood out, and I was with my boss at the time, Tim Gill, and he's prepping me, and we often go, and he says, this should be a slam dunk. Customer needs what we have. We have exactly what they need. So we get to the sales call. and So I didn't waste any time jumping in and trying to show how smart I was in the situation. And and just kept talking and talking and well things didn't go so well right kind of just fell apart and as we walked out I go Tim man I feel bad I apologize I you know I don't think it went very well and he's like oh it's not your fault I'm like well that kind of made me feel a little bit better but mm -hmm. then he goes well it's really my fault and that made me feel a lot better knowing it wasn't me right and right. he goes then he goes, it was really my fault I brought you on this sales call. <laughs> oh, no. 
And when I look back, it was, yeah, I, you know, I was there to listen to talk and I should have been there to listen to learn. So that was, that was a very good lesson that and kind of a funny story that stuck with me for a long time. That's good. That's really good. Very good. Okay, so uh, you touched a little bit about your schooling and your, your background before you came to GBS. So how exactly did your career at GBS begin? Well, like I mentioned, I started in the label plant, which was in Stowe, Ohio, and that time um, for, that fell under GBS Labeling Solutions, which was not to be confused with GBS Forms and Systems, GBS Filing Systems, GBS Computer Systems. At the right. time, we were a pretty, just be, pretty unique organization separated because of the markets we served, a lot different than we are today. But I started in a sales training position, which basically threw me into a customer service role for two years. And I worked, had an opportunity to work on a couple of major accounts for the labeling group, which was just an awesome experience. Uh, being in that role allowed me to kind of work throughout every aspect of the plant. And I probably bugged everyone in the plant because I was eager to learn and they would probably agree to that fact. And so I did about two years in that role, um, soaked up as much as I could, and then got kind of pushed out into an outside sales role um, a few years later. Um, did that for a few years out of Stowe and then transferred to our Cleveland office, which at the time was a forms division. And uh, that was one of the best moves of my career because it exposed me to items outside of just labels which is what I focused on for the first four or five years. So um, learned quickly what a number 10 envelope was. When they first asked me, go get a number 10, I actually counted out 10 envelopes <laughs> and brought it back. That's how uh, naive I was in things outside of labels. Sounds right? reasonable. Yeah, yeah. so um, spending time in that office, getting exposed to some really significant print management programs that were ran out of that office, you know, nutritional forms, tags, side really helped spread my uh, knowledge base and from there just pretty much did every role they they uh, wanted me to do from sales I did some sales management roles um, all the way up to I was executive vice president of doc management for five six years and then now back into print tech for the last five years in a role that I really enjoy which is just out there with the sales people all right John so how would you describe some of the labeling solutions that GBS provides our clients and the industries that we that we serve? Sure. Um, well, our group definitely serves a wide breadth of industries. However, I would say over the years, our primary focus has been in automotive, um, manufacturing organizations, both industrial and consumer products, uh, med device and pharma, and transportation have been big areas, along with some uh, tremendous work in support of some large distribution e-commerce um, facilities. So I think those are the kind of the industries mm -hmm. we've kind of made a, made a living, you know, mm -hmm. inside. And within those industries, our solutions, boy, have evolved probably just as much as those industries have changed themselves. Um, but the key fundamental approach in every one of those uh, programs is our focus on not just printing the label itself, but you know, management of the whole process and all the challenges and the cost factors that are all involved to create, manage, store, deploy, and retrieve, you know, these labels. So some of these client programs could involve several thousand different part numbers, wow. right? And multiply in multiple different end user locations that need to be serviced. So when you step back from a program, that's 
can be pretty complex for an, an organization to internally try to manage that. Sure. But this is where GBS steps in and just excels at these programs, and we, we play a very vital role in the success of our clients' um, supply chain. So we're very comfortable in managing maybe just a handful of items for a certain customer up to managing thousands and thousands of items um, for other organizations. And But it's our core organizational and label per management expertise, I think, that we wrap around every one of our solutions that um, gives us the confidence to really exceed um, our customers' expectations. Great, great. So what would you say, uh, John, to any potential clients that might be listening, um, what, what ultimately differentiates GBS's labeling solutions from our competitors? Um, not necessarily an easy question to answer if you step back from a corporate perspective, because mm-hmm. when we go out and sell print tech, we bring our whole GBS yeah. At least I do, right? Our whole GBS approach with us. And that's not to say we don't have some very clear silver bullets that help differentiate. We do. Uh, but because there's a lot of both tangible and in- intangible elements of play, really helps differentiate us. So um, some of the tangible factors, you know, the way we have uh, positioned our manufacturing equipment, for example, within our facilities, uh, we really cover short, medium, and long-run requirements of a client. So we have a customer needs a short-run need of labels or a project due to the requirement. Let's say it's a large amount of different labels with small quantities of each one, right, that are all high-graphic designed or maybe need something different like covert or overt printing involved. You know, mm-hmm. we can utilize our digital short-run capabilities, for that and then we have a client that maybe just sits right in the middle with their the quantities is the best fit for our traditional print presses right and then we have organizations for example on the other side of the spectrum with extreme volume Mm -hmm. and there we step back and we can utilize our in-house coding capabilities where we can actually take all the raw materials on the front of the press the liner the face dock the silicone the adhesive make the product in the front convert it, pack it on the end of the press. So it allows us to be um, incredibly efficient, um, cost-effective for our clients. So really what differentiates us is we will step back and align every label or every project to the appropriate print technology that is needed, right? Mm -hmm. And we've had expanded our capabilities so much that we really have that short, medium, and long run. That's great. Gaps fill, which is an incredible value for us. So there's there's really not a whole lot that we can't do. I mean, it sounds like we could we could pretty much meet any need that customers have. There is now. Everyone can't be everything to everybody, right? And we understand that, but that's where the rest of our corporate business model and philosophy comes in, where uh, we have a just a, a fabulous um, group of uh, outside partners. Right. So there are things that we know aren't a good fit, but we have found organizations that that is a good fit for that's huge and they work seamlessly with gbs so we may go into a program and to our end user they their contact is gbs corporation but behind the scenes there might be you know outside of gbs another five six ten um particular our partners involved all collaborating to make sure that that program is successful seamlessly to the end user 
Great point. Great point. So if you had to describe, say, the process that GBS takes to develop a new or unique labeling solution that doesn't already exist, um, what, what, would that, what would that process look like? Well, it's not unusual for our clients to rely and trust on our technical experience and suggestions, uh, you know, perhaps months or even a year before a project becomes a reality. And, and I believe that is one of our core competencies is our ability to support our clients with resources upstream, right? Mm -hmm. Bring in that knowledge and we can bring in our material folks and just a ton of different resources to bear to make sure that we're all on the same page. Again, starting from that reverse engineering of what we're trying to achieve, and now let's get back to the beginning. Um, you know, that's where I think we excel. And uh, so we'll start at that and then look at all the things that, you know, and where will the challenges be? Will it be in the material? Will it be in actual, the customer trying to applicate it? Or will it be us trying to manufacture it? Mm. And we just dissect all those little areas and, um, you know, kind of just, again, almost play a little Jurassic Park and put the DNA together. And, and sometimes you got to connect some DNA that's, right. that's missing, um, you know, on a very complex program that doesn't even exist today. Right. That's great. That's great. Great answer. Um, so how would you say that... Um, GBS stays current with the technology um, that's out there. Again, I think you mentioned earlier, it's constantly changing, uh, evolving. And how, would, how do we stay current? How does GBS stay current with that technology and provide really premium solutions to our clients? Yeah, this is, you know, GBS has been rooted in leverage, leveraging technology since I started here, mm -hmm. right? Now, it might not have been in our group, but it was GBS computers or something mm -hmm. like that. So. You know, as an organization, we've been very comfortable with technology and how technology has changed, enhanced, and improved how we how we work. And so, when when technology really started to come to bear onto our business unit, we weren't scared of it, right? I mean, when we brought the portals in, you know, my GBS right. to help support our, you know, which was a huge differentiation compared to what our our supplier or competitors would have. Right. You know, they just wanted to print a label. They didn't want to manage it. Right, right. right? So when it comes to technology, you know, we're very comfortable and expected the change and anticipated the change. And, you know, that's why we purchased our in-house coder um, maybe seven, eight years ago, just directly to be able to support industries where that was the technology needed, right? And then uh, understanding the role digital is playing in our world today, right? Um, you're not going to be in business if you're not in the digital world right. going forward. Well, you know, we've uh, invested incredible resources in that. And uh, so now not only it fills our short run uh, capabilities, but now we're able to use technology, which excites me, to be able to do things that you couldn't do before, mm. right? To me, that's what technology, that's the value of technology. Agreed. Right? Yeah, you can enhance what you do today. But I want to know what I can do tomorrow that I couldn't do today. Right. And uh, so as an organization, not just our business unit, but an organization collectively, that's what we do. And we do it well. Excellent. So just, I guess, speaking of, of or speaking about the labeling industry in general, 
What would you say some of the positive and negative factors are out there today? What's, what's kind of influencing the industry? What are some of the challenges that you see? Yeah, so labor industry, um, it has not been immune to the challenge that other markets have been experiencing. There's no doubt about that. Hasn't been hit as hard as maybe the traditional print world. Uh, not a lot of uh, four-part four forms are out there anymore. <laughs> right, <laughs> are there, right. right? But, you know, from a supply chain perspective, uh, the volatility in, in the paper market has certainly caused a considerable amount of cost pressure and increase in the label market over the last uh, two years. So uh, you definitely would consider that a negative impact. Um, and you also have impact uh, negative to gum groups um, such as regulation changes and requirements in the warnings. Now, that might be a negative impact to those, to our customers, but a bit of positive impact to our industry because now there's much more uh, regulatory labeling that's done out there, right? right. And not just one language, we got to do it in 10 languages. And, and so that's created a whole new growth pattern as well in labels. And just the industry itself, um, it said the global spend on labels in 2018 was around $37 billion. Um, 2024, they expect it to be as high as $48 billion. Wow. Um, so what is driving that besides you know, regulation and, and warnings is, uh, well, obviously digital print technology is leading the charge, right? Uh, the ability to cost-effectively cost produce um, higher graphic-intense labels has impacted the packaging world, right? Um, all you have to do is look at, uh, let's say, the craft beer industry, for example, right? And you go down this, the supermarket and you see all those highly decorated cans, yeah. right? That wasn't like it was, right, five, right. ten years ago because technology didn't allow you to do that. So um, since now it does, there's just a huge explosion in decorative packaging on products, whether it's label or shrink sleeve. Mm -hmm. So that's just growing our market uh, tremendously. And then another one that's it's not sneaking up on people, but I don't think it hits the radar as much as it should, is um, just what smart label technology is is doing so examples everyone's heard of RFID right right um, so that and surveillance labels that just track data points all over the place right well between RFID and surveillance labels and just other smart labels um, it's just growing our industry tremendously um, and then you mix in items like you know let's augment reality I mean, you've seen the wine bottles that you put the your app against in it, in it. Yeah. Right. So th as those things start enhancing the end user experience, the label is going to be the carrier and the vehicle that that promotes all that. Um, and then ultimately, you know, product labels are going to be the backbone to um, really, I think, mainstream blockchain technology. Mm. As um, you know, as blockchain is used to help protect all the data and confirm from A to Z that it's what you're truly buying. You know? right. um, so when that comes to bear, the label itself is gonna be the carrier you know, for that unique identifier. So our industry still has a tremendous amount of growth right. to go, whether it's high decorative packaging or you know, we gotta stay focused on what the technology with the smart labels is going to play in our industry. Very interesting. So where would you, <clears throat> excuse me, where would you say GBS has the most opportunity for growth within the industry based on everything you just said? 
Yeah, um, obviously, you know, digital, we focused a lot on that. Um, and then uh, more and more into the RFID technology. But there are a couple areas that we're into now and very successfully into that still have tremendous growth. And, you know, one of them is still the upside in the e-commerce market, right? Um, so we have a ton of experience supplying just millions upon millions of laser pack slips in this market for one of the largest e-commerce customers in the United States and service the heck out of them and using our inline coding technology. But this market, you know, everyone's ordering online, right? Absolutely. And it shows up in every box that shows up on your front porch has a label on it, right? right. And we're positioned very well to grow in that market. And another one that I've been, I haven't been involved with personally, but have been watching the team is, uh, you know, Piggybacking on our years of tire labeling experience, uh, which quite a bit of that, um, you know, they're taking a, a technology, new technology approach to provide print-on-demand labels for the tire industry, and they're working with a couple major uh, clients right now to to do that. But that's really innovative and really forward-thinking. Right. And uh, I think it's going to be successful, and I think there's a huge market um, that GBS will be kind of first on the ground with. So I'm excited for those guys. That's great. That's great. So if you could share with us um, a success story, a labeling success story um, that you've that you've had with a client or clients. Sure. Uh, one that we just uh, recently uh, closed a couple years ago, and and uh, my team members have been working on it tremendously. But it was for a multi-billion-dollar organization here in the U.S. had nine different manufacturing facilities and produced a wide range of plastic and steel and metal parts uh, sold through distribution and big box retail, so Lowe's, Home Depot, mm -hmm. for example. They're in the electrical products uh, industry. So when they put this program together off RFP, it was the first time they were trying to leverage all of their plants and purchasing power together and bring it all under one control per management program. And up to this time, each facility was kind of operating autonomously. Um, so the from a corporate perspective, they didn't have the visibility in, or didn't easily be able to access the information of what the items were and, and be able to realize opportunities to, you know, leverage like items and right. really, you know, get their hands around their program. So, uh, you know, we were awarded that um, program and, and jumped right in and... Uh, you know, so the first time they were able to, uh, you know, consolidate their spend, leverage it, bring it all together to that. So that's been an exciting part we've been into. And, you know, what's really cool about it is uh, we've been able to utilize all the aspects and value prop of our organization. So within this program, we're using digital labels. We're using our traditional presses. We're using our inline coder because there's millions upon millions of direct thermal labels right. that are involved. We're utilizing our short, medium, and long-run capabilities in Malvern to do uh, IFUs and mm -hmm. folded instruction sheets. Right. We're also leveraging some of our very good outside partners for some commercial print items. So in tail, there's 1,325 items wow. that we manage, right? Um, in 2018, we saved them 21.7% on nearly $1 million wow. in spend. 
Now we take all those products and then we bake and wrap it. As I like to say with our MyGBS portal and our warehousing distribution facility here. So we really bring to bear, I think it's a great example of all the different core competencies of GBS into one single that, program. That, that is a great example, yeah. absolutely. So I know a lot of times customers, um, if they may run into a challenge or a problem with, with a, something that they're doing and they, they think that the, the easy way out is to change or come up with a different solution. Um, how, how do you go in and speak to a customer and get them to realize that change isn't always the right thing, that maybe sticking with a solution um, is the right thing to do and maybe changing would cause more, more challenges than they're currently experiencing? Um, well, no one likes change. Right, except for right. a baby, as they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so you can be on both sides of change, right? And we have been on both sides of, of things where customers want to change um, because they, they think they need to, and then those who don't want to change because they don't think they, they have to, mm -hmm. right? So um, it's really about can you truly identify uh, what the optimal solution is? Right, and it, it may not be changing something. Maybe what they're doing today, that's the best way. But um, you know, going back to you know what we do is you know, what's the current situation? What's their desired results? Right? right, and what's the impact? And if you can identify those areas and and you know say, hey, the impact uh, may be in your benefit to change, or it may not be. But if you can take the emotion out of it, right, and drill it down to you know, what the facts say, um, you know, that's, that's what you got to do. And, and right. sometimes, you know, change for the sake of change, people think they need to change, you know, we can't make anything better if we don't change. We've, you know, right. um, is, is, it's tough, but I think, um, you know, it, again, and then the more you can do before those events happen, document your success, your performance reviews, Right. And all those things where if people truly know the value they have today, then they're not so prone to change. Right. Unless maybe hopefully you're bringing an advance, an enhancement for them to change. Right. Um, but sometimes when when a customer changes on us, it's probably because we didn't do our job to truly explain the value they were currently getting. Right. And then I guess a part of that, too, is also presenting solutions to the customer, new solutions that would benefit them if they did change. And <clears throat> like right. you said, nobody likes change. Nobody likes going through the process of change. It's, right. It can be painful a lot of times, but there are real reasons to do it and real benefits to doing it. Right, and I think that's you know what we do well. It's be transparent, mm -hmm. give them options. Right. Right, and we're pretty non-biased in those situations. Hey, I'll have clients that um, will bring an option to the table that might eliminate print. You know, how many printers go around saying that? Well, right. GBS has for years because, you know, our core competencies help you create, manage, store, deploy, and retrieve the information, not necessarily the print. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if it happens to be print, that's great. If it isn't, that's great too. Right. As long as we can bring that value. And how many organizations can do that and go in and offer a portfolio of solutions and not just try to sell somebody on a print solution or, you know, Correct. a warehouse? I mean, we can... You can offer it. Yeah, all. I mean that's. I think 
our value is to be that unbiased, mm-hmm. right? You don't want us to print it, but you want us to manage it and warehouse it. That's fine. Right. We'll, we'll put our full heart into that. Right. Right. You want us not to warehouse it and just print and ship it. That's okay too. Right. Um, but I think we really excel as an organization and our clients excel when we work together where we can bring in more than one of those variables right. together. And then it's, then you see what you see today. You see clients that we've had for 20 plus years, right? Which is not typical yep. in our industry. Right, right. True partnership. Yep. That's great. So uh, saying all that, would you say that GBS is the, uh, the, the, the best labeling solutions provider um, out there at this point? Um, and how would, our, how would our comprehensive solutions, I know you just touched on it a bit, but how would they benefit potential clients? Yeah, I think you know, uh, you know, a lot of people can print. There's a lot of label printers, right? And again, I think what we touched on is, is yeah, it's very important to focus on that cost of that item. It truly is. It's a hard dollar. Um, it might be a you know a business objective of our client. We get that, but it's if that's all we're doing is going and selling on price, uh, we're not bringing any value to our client, or definitely not to our organization. So, you know, where we're able to. Yeah, I'll help you save that. But for every dollar you spend on that managing that print, you're going to spend upwards of seven dollars trying to manage everything around it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about the purchasing, the inventory, the obsolescence, all the handling, right? So that's what we do extremely well. So what differentiates us from just the label house is most printers and most label companies just want to print and ship. Yep. Right. Yep. We'll do that and. On the manufacturing side, again, we're going to step back and align each individual label to the best print technology to help drive that dollar, because that's important, yep. what they spend. But then we're also going to step back and understand how they use it, how they distribute it, how they need to, even how they get invoiced. We have clients that we might bill 20 different ways on how they invoice, because that's how their SAP system has to bring it in. Mm. And, you know, things like that are, are big for these organizations, right? Absolutely. And they might not get talked about upstream, mm-hmm. um, but as we bring those things in to our upstream conversation, it helps differentiate us from just the guy who wants to sell them some print. Right. And all those little things add up. And so in the oh, end, absolutely. I mean, you're talking about, you know, the example you gave earlier about the the money you're able to save clients, all those all those little pieces. Yeah, and those were hard dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. There's still a tremendous amount of value and soft dollars out there that we've eliminated. Right. You know, that they don't have today and challenges they don't have today that they had yesterday. So it's exciting. And then if we don't have the solution, GBS goes out and finds someone that, who can bring that into, into play. And, you know, again, it's seamless to our clients. Right. They just, they're dealing with us and right. not, don't have to worry about the back end of it. Right. That's fantastic. Well, John, 
thanks again. I mean, I've learned so much just from our, our conversation here. I know the, the listeners will as well. Um, and your your knowledge and your expertise and your passion is is obvious. And right. Uh, no, I appreciate being here. And yeah, thank you so much for your time today and for and coming thanks in. Thanks for not asking any math questions. That's why I got <laughs> that's why I got into sales because I was told to be no math. So I appreciate no that. no math questions. Maybe next time. Okay. But thank you. Thanks again, John. This show has been a production of GBS. For more information on the topics discussed today or the solutions offered, contact us at marketing at gbscorp.com. That's marketing at gbscorp.com. Or you can call at 800-552-2427. And lastly, check us out on the web at www.gbscorp.com. That's www.gbscorp.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes.